Okay, welcome back everybody to another episode of Extra Reverb. It's me, World Famous Secret, back again with uh, Lusa Domino and Sweet Tuesday. Oh yeah. Sweet Tuesday and Lusa Domino. Oh yeah. It's awkward that we don't introduce ourselves like we used to in the other (laughs) podcast that we don't talk about. Yo, can we call this the- Well, go uh, ahead and introduce yourself then. Don't let me um, stop you. Hey, I'm I'm Jacob and uh, it's, uh, it's nice to meet you guys. I'm Coker. I'm the birthday boy. Is it your birthday? Yes, it's his birthday. My birthday tomorrow. is tomorrow. Oh. We should. This is the birthday edition well, of happy April fifteenth. I'm is, a pretty absent-minded guy, so just, this is the just birth- so you know, happy birthday, man! Happy early birthday, in case I forget. Yeah, this is the birthday edition of Extra Reverb. Let's yeah. just let's just call it Birthday Bash Special Twenty Twenty K. It's extra. It's extra birth. All right. Extra birth. Extra birth. <laughs> extra, extra rebirth. Extra years. Extra rebirth. Extra years. Extra birth oh, okay. reverb. Extra reverb, okay. Birth reverb, and then let's, in, let's release then in our about own three reverb weeks, patch. It'll be my. Uh, <gasps> birth- Whoa! I have a great oh, idea. Huh. Our own reverb patch. You what said if we, uh, our own we, impulse response. Hold on, hold on. That's what they use in reverbs: impulse responses. But what if we did this? What if for the birthday special we all recorded the reverb in our room using that method, and we released all our own. Raver patches. So for people who are fans of the podcast, who want to like, let's say, role play as us, yeah, dude. they can actually like have person. like the authentic reverb of our natural rooms reverb. <laughs> we just That's we just crazy struggle. because let's like, do let's do my bathroom so you guys can get a simulation of how I spend my day to day life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if people get like an AT twenty twenty and a pop filter and stuff, and they put up. The exact amount of bass traps and acoustic uh, foam that I have, and then they they throw on the reverb patch, and it sounds identical well, to my, my uh, recording frequency response. Well, I hate to be a downer, but actually, that wouldn't really work because consider the people that would be wanting to role play as us. Let's Unless say they, they have a completely the dead people. room, they would be stacking their own room's reverb on top of our reverb. Yeah, let's, let's, say were, let's say they were crazy fans and they 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 replicated it by like the inch. Every inch of the room is exactly the same. They put the same exact furniture. No, I mean, no, no. Unless they got rid of. I mean, if they if they made their room sound exactly like ours, mm-hmm. then there'd be no room for the impulse. Jacob, responses. the only way there's gonna be like a replica We'd be of pointless. The only way there's ever gonna be a replica of our rooms is if we have an alternate universe. All right. You know about the six timelines? Alternate universe where I'm the 15-year-old one and Coker's the twenty, almost 22-year-old one. Yeah, I wonder yeah, which exactly. one's the darkest timeline. I hope you guys get that reference. That, I, know that, that, I feel like there's this. like some timeline out there where like we have a call and like Jacob dies during it or something. I don't know. I would love that timeline. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob like chokes on a pretzel in one of the videos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> recording one door? of them. Uh, why do you have a gun? Knocking. <laughs> At your door? Well, but real, I, I guess you there was this one. You should turn on Discord noise suppression so <gasps> we don't hear it. Topic transition! Sorry, Everybody, continue. there's been a few Discord. new interesting developments in technology over the last few years, but none so fascinating as the new Discord noise suppression. Have you guys today, seen I this believe. little logo next to the disconnect call logo in Discord? Well, uh, this is the noise suppression logo. And somehow Discord has made it to where you will you turn on the noise suppression and suddenly the claps, whatever claps you're making, if you just happen to be clapping in the background, nobody's going to hear it. 
It's been cut out completely. Well, actually, actually, let it's, us read. Um, let us read. It's crisp. Crisp is crisp elaborate. is the company that made the noise suppression. Let, yeah, let us elaborate. It's not just like a clapping filter, but that's just like the thing it advertises is like oh, yeah, the clap I, in the background. That's what we tested it on. Yeah, like check this out. I'm gonna put in a video here of Jacob testing this out, and yes, he's bald. Sorry. You should hear him. Hey, this is me, Lucid Domino. I'm talking to you via Discord. I'm bald, and I'm also clapping pretty loud, actually. And Discord can't pick it up because there's this magic new feature. So oh, yeah, that that's was the so noise suppression. We all watched that video live. Ha ha ha. Yeah. yeah, we're all just sitting here in the theater, in the uh, extra theater reverb, Herb. in the extra <laughs> reverb theater. <How laughs> the extra reverb amphitheater. Yeah, the I extra like reverb one. amphitheater. Uh, we just got done watching a Sweet Tuesday concert. It's, ex it's, it's extra reverb live at Pompeii. <laughs> Imagine like people no, live, live at, watching. Uh, no, dude. A no, dude. No, dude, dude. Dude, dude. We're not allowed to go out, man. Quarantine. That live at our true. house. Yeah, dude. There's definitely gonna be. Yeah, dude. Pompeii's definitely got so many people at it. Well, unless something happens, <laughs> it's not like it's a ruined city. Okay. You never know, dude. Who's eating an apple? <laughs> yeah, who just took a bite? Someone just took a bite out of an apple, dude. <laughs> dude, it helps. It helps stop math, mouse smacks. You oh, know really? that, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, green apples. Can I eat oranges too? I think that'll make them worse. I mean, because those are sticky. Green oranges. <laughs> green oranges. I just, I just meant to say orange, but will it work with red apples? That's like I remember I read somewhere no, where no, well, that's because I hate red apples. Whoever red likes apples red have apples. More juice. You suck. And I don't mean like the weird like red yellowish one. That one's fine. I mean like the genuine red one. That's disgusting. Red yellow ones. How do ones people like that? Oh, Fuji apples. They're the best. Taste about fried ones. apples. Those in Gala. Fried apples are pretty good. With maybe like I'm cinnamon. Maybe yeah. I'm having like yeah. every time memories we, of always school. Coker's always steering the conversation towards food. How did, steer the how did I steer the conversation? How did I steer the conversation towards food? You're last the one who. Time, you're the one who last said. Last time you mentioned with Bojangles the big apple. and Zaxby's. Like He's literally, you just sat foods. there. You sat there and like <laughs> with the big old apple, and Jacob's like, "Yo, look at that apple." <laughs> like, and I'm the one that no, nobody that would have out. noticed anything if you had just kept your mouth shut. <laughs> well, listen, I wouldn't have had the chance to make that funny noise. Now would I? Pig noise. Yo, I use that. I use a noise just like that for a kick drum. <laughs> I have two. Dude. I'm pretty sure. No, in my song. That's no lie. Oh, anyways, all right, moving in on. In my song on. "Freedom Is so, Far," I made a sound, and that's the actual snare oh, song. You, you guys were the dog food. Oh my god, let's not <laughs> talk about the dog food. That's I had yeah, talk so, about so, so so I had um okay so 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 some um backstory here for you guys. I had a a song I recorded called uh, I think it was called like "Look Back." It's on one of my albums, I think. Uh, if I can check, but um, there was a sound on it that was um never on that was ne that I didn't put on the mix, and it was me. I had the compressor so cranked that if I just sort of like rolled my tongue around in my mouth, it would just come across as so loud in the mic. And oh, I recorded it. Was? Yeah, I recorded it and put it on the song. And I sent it, and before I removed it, Jacob and Austin heard it, and they were they Jacob compared it to someone eating dog food. 
No, me. I did it. Oh, you did. I saw yeah. something I saw it first. It was I don't like, remember what I it said. It sounded like dog food. <laughs> so I said, who's eating that dog food? I wish I remember what I said. It was interesting. Okay, but I meant to uh, steer us in a different direction, t- talking about new technology. <sighs> uh, something else that I noticed a couple of days ago is that YouTube has added something pretty interesting. Like, as you know, whenever you're watching a video that's like some music that's copyrighted, oftentimes you'll look in the description, there'll be like a listing of the copyright holder and the titles. Well, it turns out YouTube's actually putting this to a bit of good, because now, once you scroll through a video, uh, like if you scroll through the time of the video, the counter, you'll see like a track listing above the counter. I sent a video to the chat. I'll put that video up right now. Wow, that's so cool, bro. That video is... I'm watching it right now. And the amplifier. Yeah, as you can see, it's awesome. this, this old album here, they've got the track names right above them, even the track numbers. And the uh, there's like little brackets on the counter that shows how long the songs are. I find that to be quite fascinating. That is cool. I wish... Um, so is it like manual or is it automatic? Or do you not know? I think it's automatic because I don't know how so many of these could have appeared... Just like that. Because yeah. I'm seeing this like have everywhere you... and I haven't ever oh, seen this okay. before. Yeah. Did you guys notice that it'll also tell you like what about it is copyrighted? Like sometimes like even if it's like if it's a melody of it, it'll like, yo, we recognize the melody of this song, that's why we're putting a claim on it. That's the what video. happened to him. There's a YouTuber that's only on your own videos yeah. though. I've no, never seen there's, that in the um, description. There's Oh yeah, a... yeah, yeah, yeah. You you uh, won't see it in the description, but I've oh. seen it like in the copyright. Well that's section. got me thinking about two yeah, things. Me too. That's got me thinking about two things. One, there's a YouTuber I watch named Rick Beato. He actually got a copyright strike for, I think it was either, he was singing the melody of Norwegian Wood by the Beatles and he got a copyright strike for that. <laughs> and he made a whole video like ranting about how like, how is he supposed to teach people on music if he can't sing an artist's song? That is an example of it, you know. But um, that's not really, what I was, I got to bring this up now. Lana Del Rey is getting... Apparently, wait, hang on, hang on. I'm not. I wasn't done with this. Oh, I gotta well, say I one more thing, really quick. Yeah, my bad. Um, one more thing. One more reason that I think this is automatic is because I'm only seeing this on albums where like every single track is like has a copyright claim or has copyright information underneath the description. Because you go and search up albums that where like that's not listed and this feature does not appear. So I'm pretty sure it's automatic. Anyways, go on, Lana Del Rey. Uh, so Lana Del Rey is potentially getting sued by, uh, I think this is recent news. If it's not, forgive me. I saw it in a video, f- recent video that was literally uploaded today. Uh, so if it's not recent news, forgive me. But uh, Lana Del Rey is getting sued by Radiohead's label, Warner Chapel, for her song, uh, if I can remember it, I'll look it up real quick. One of her songs, the there's a section of it that includes the same chord progression as uh as Creep by Radiohead. Now, Creep is a pretty iconic hit, but it's not that iconic. Oh, never mind. It is old news. It's from two years ago. <laughs> Well, well, does it say who dang. won? Dang, it literally, it literally, yeah, they settled it. Well, th- I guess that can sort of get us on the topic of copyright stuff. I heard about it today, 
and I've I get I, was, I had a whole thing prepared to give my two cents on it, and I didn't take the chance to look and see how old it is. Apparently, that's right. really old news. It's from well, at least it didn't come to ultra violence. Yeah. Violence. So she made a song called "Get Free," and Warner Chapel sued her over its similarities, and. Apparently, the label rejected her offer of 40% royalties, and apparently she claimed that they were demanding 100% all the royalties, and apparently uh, the lawsuit ended. They made some sort of settlement, but uh, I did not I did not know it was or I did not know it was old news. I just saw it to I just saw it today. That's crazy, but um. Honestly, I think it's just shocking how people can, like, yeah, sure, she uses the same type of chord progression, you know, but, like, it's it's not like Radiohead owns that chord progression, you know? I hate when people feel like they own, um... Like, like, like the whole thing when Mark Ronson, when Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars got sued by a bunch... This is the thing is, and the video, I will talk about, it's from, it's a YouTuber I've talked about in the past, because of how much, I think I taught him literally in the last episode... For how he's one of the few music channels I genuinely enjoy. David Bennett Piano. That's where I saw this from. And he was talking about a whole bunch of times songs ripped off other songs. or Quote unquote. And he talked about this and it really is a good point. I, uh, I never thought I'd say this. Vanilla Ice made a really good point about copyright. And sure, like, yeah. Obviously, we're not going to deny it. He stole Ice Ice Baby. That's not even denied at this point. But... He made a really good point when he was talking about that stuff, which is 90% of these lawsuits that happen over song, you know, copyright infringement and song copying and all that. The thing is, they don't do it until the song's super popular. That's why in the ni- that's why in the 80s and 90s, rap artists used to get away with sampling a whole lot more without crediting anybody, not because they didn't steal it, not because the record labels didn't think they steal it, but like as he said in the video, if it's just a gold record, it, the, the label isn't going to take the trouble to sue them over a gold record. But when it's something like Vanilla Ice's song, which was like five times platinum, they're going to do something about it. And that's I the sort of that thing. I that happened is- with a Minecraft parody. Um, you, I'm sure you know Revenge by Captain Sparkles. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that parody was out for, I think, even years. And then out of nowhere... You know, they're like, hey, this song has hurt, hit a certain popularity. We want you to take the song down. So it was replaced with a remake they made, basically. And after a couple of years, they put the original back up because they stopped caring. Because guess what? It's not as popular anymore. But yeah, I yeah. You know. That's it's so shocking. I don't think I, I don't understand how people don't realize this. And I, I used it's usually and I hate to be like this, but it's usually people who aren't in the music industry. You know, it's usually people who aren't in like to music and stuff all that much who say right. that who say that that's all right, who say that that's like a per like it's usually the people who usually sit there and are like, oh, this ripped off this song, this ripped off that song. They're almost always either a wanting to get a piece of that money or b not even in the music and not even in to music or recording at all, because if they were neat, if they were eat neither. If they were either of those things, if they were none of those things, they would not be all right with what's going on with like copyright stuff. If they weren't wanting a piece of that slice of, you know, a little slice of that money 
And if they weren't, you know, wanting to, if they weren't, if they were in the music, into music and into recording, they wouldn't be sitting there saying that Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars should get sued for copying a rhythm. And that's the main problem with it, you know? Yeah. It's... Yeah, I mean... This isn't uncommon, unfortunately. It happens all the time. Yeah, it's... I remember there's a story uh, that David Bennett mentioned... 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 (laughs) Mentioned in the video where George Harrison got sued over... She's... Over uh, My Sweet Lord for its similarity to a song called He's So Fine. And... I won't deny it. The songs are very similar. Even the vocal melody is pretty, you know, like dead on. But like my thing is, is that I don't like you can't. I've I've heard someone else say this before, but it's a good point. You can't copyright a a number. Why are you going to copyright so many chord progressions out there? You can't copyright a number. Why are you going to try to copyright a rhythm or a chord progression? It's stupid. And that's the thing is I feel like another thing people don't realize is 90% of the time when like you hear about a quote-unquote band suing another artist, 90% – I'm not not really 90% by the way. Most of the time, most of the time it's not the band. It's their label. Like the whole thing with Lana Del Rey. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. their job. They got to get that yeah. money. Like the whole thing with Lana Del Rey, that wasn't radio. She tried to say it was Radiohead, but it wasn't Radiohead. It was Warner Chapel, their record label. And the same thing happened. And so, like, for example, um, when One Direction uh, apparently copied the best song ever, or sorry, when they copied Baba O'Reilly by The Who to make the best song ever, uh, The Who literally said, yo, that chord progression is just used a lot. It was used before us. It was probably used before the people who used it before we did. It's just a chord progression that's used for ages and to sit there and copyright it's just not right and like it's just stupid man but uh on to a lighter subject if we can i don't think chord progression should be copyrighted yeah i am unless they're made by me If, if i made the chord progression you guys cannot touch it i'd be more understanding of like melodies being copyrighted but imagine imagine if lyrics i mean it's just so weird because with different genres, there's like different views of like the older things. Uh, like, um, I'm, I'm thinking of rap music. You know how a lot of rappers will kind of throw back to older rap songs lyrics? Yeah. Like, uh, like when Travis Scott said, give me the loot in sicko mode. But you never see rappers doing a cover of an older rap song or very rarely. You see, like, you're not going to see Travis Scott get up on stage and cover Empire State of Mind. Yeah. So, like, surely lyrics are copyrighted, and yet Travis Scott still said, give me the loot. But then again, I know that he paid for the sample of Biggie saying, give me the loot right after that. But, like, um, I don't know. And that's another thing is, I don't think, I think, honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like there needs to be... a very confusing issue. There needs to be more, like, regulation on copyright and stuff. There needs to be more of, like, an understanding of what is theft and what is just referencing. Like, for example, uh, like, with that, did did Travis Scott actually get sued over it or no? No, I'm pretty sure he paid for that sample. Yeah. Well, my thing is... Well, it was a sample? 
No, he said give me the loot, and then he had a sample of Biggie saying give me the loot. Oh, Let okay. Let me see about this. But my thing is, this is my thing is, say he did, didn't pay for the sample. Say he just referenced it with that lyric. I don't think he should have to pay Biggie Smalls anything for simply saying three lines as a reference to him. Yeah. Like you Three like words. that'd be like if that'd be like that'd be like if I did a reference to, that's like if every movie that's done a sh- reference to the shining the scene where Jack Nicholson cuts the axe with the door and says here's Johnny that'd be like if every movie that said here's Johnny had to pay Stanley Kubrick Stanley Kubrick's estate and Jack Nicholson a royalty every time they did that which is not how it should be and I don't understand yeah. why music's any different like when Bruno Mars Bruno Mars, again, with Mark Ronson, Bruno Mars with Uptown Funk, when Bruno Mars said, don't believe me, just watch, he actually got sued by a rapper that had released a song earlier that year where that rapper had said the same thing. He said, don't believe me, just watch. Wow. Bruno Mars said the same thing. And like, and my thing is, that's such a small, it's not a sample. It's just a very small, little bit of a lyric. It's also a small window of time. Like, who's to say that they didn't just both come up with it while recording and the songs just came out one after another? Right. Yeah, it's just, it's odd thing. I think that if you, if I just sat there and wrote a song and I put the lyrics to Stairway to Heaven over it and called the lyrics my own, I get that. But if I was to write a song where all the lyrics were different and then I said something about, you know, if I said to be a rock and not a roll at some point in the song, I shouldn't get sued for that reference. It's not, it's the same thing if people reference, here's Johnny, or if people reference, you know, anything. If you, like, all the scenes where they reference the whole motorcycle slide from Akita, if they, like, if they, all the movies that have referenced that. Or I Am Your Father from Star Wars. Yeah, all the movies that have referenced, like, I Am Your Father and stuff, if they can get away with not having to pay royalties to George Lucas... Why should Bruno Mars and Mark Ronson have to pay a royalty to some rapper who said the same line as they did? There, there's no reason to, for that. And I feel like there needs to be more. Like, like for example, uh, that reminds me of a time where uh, I'll, I'll, by the way, I'm going to try to finish up here because I don't want to drone on. You know, we've been trying to cut back on that. But, um, uh, you know, like if there's that reminds me of a story where Eric Carmen he did the song All By Myself which was a hit in the 70s, and he used uh, the, the bit of a orchestral composition for it, and he based his song off of that. And at the time in the U.S., at the time of the U.S., 50, if you, someone at that time, by the way, it's not this way now, if someone died, their compositions would all become royalty-free 50 years after they died. That was at the time, by the way. Now it's like 70 years. Um, but, and so Eric Carmen heard the compositions, heard the guy who did them died f- over 50 years ago, and he thought, okay, well, I can actually use these now. I should use it. And then, lo and behold, he didn't realize that that was only for the U.S., and so he had to give a portion of his royalties to the family of that composer. Copyright law. That's an instance. You'd think Disney for that. That's an instance. It's complicated. It should not be so complicated. A certain YouTuber that I like to watch sometimes once said. Poker 0415. (laughs) Well, he said once, what if it was just like 
whatever percentage of your work is directly ripped from someone else's work, that's the percentage of the royalties that they get. So, for instance, uh, Biggie saying Gimme the Loot is only like one second of sicko mode, so the estate of Biggie Smalls, the notorious B.I.G., would get what maybe, uh, it's not even, it's not even like 1%. It's like a six-minute song. It's like a yeah. tenth of a percent of the royalties of sicko mode, which would probably still net him about a thousand dollars at least, but I digress. That's like how um Ram Jam, they did a a cover of a blues song called Black Betty, which was by Lead Belly, and the thing is, the main part that everybody knows about from Black Betty is actually only a very small percentage of the song. It's only maybe about thirty thirty five percent of the song. You know, and the rest of it's just instrumental stuff that the group's doing on their own, just jamming. And yet they didn't make a dime off of it because Lead Belly's family sued them and they won. We need to lighten up, guys. We sound we sound so like dead, bro. All right, well, let's talk about something else. So how about my birthday? What do you want for your birthday, my birthday? I've actually got some stuff coming in for my birthday, actually. What do you got, bud? Uh, so I got today, I got an XLR cable because I needed one that was a bit longer. Uh, it's a nice little, uh, I'll send a picture of it in the chat. Of an XLR cable? So Austin can put it on screen. Yeah, it's an XLR. Oh, oh this is great. Cool. I mean, it's we've never e seen an XLR cable up close and personal before, so this Which will is... really be a new experience for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not yeah, like we're all using it right now. Please send us a picture right of your XLR cable. It's not, it's I'll a nice little, it's it's not nice like we've all got tweed. our microphones plugged it's in a, with them right now. It's a, it's I actually a yellow have a, uh, tweed. a Samson CO1U, so I've got a USB cable. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. I, oh. I have the same one, Coke. It's, it's a tweed XLR cable, 15 feet. It's pretty nice. It's 12, but it's 15. And, actually, uh, no, mine's yeah, a quarter nice. jack, my bad. Sorry for growing But, um... I got some other stuff coming in the mail for my birthday. Uh, so, but a little little thing real quick. They actually said on Amazon that even if it was Prime, it would probably be here at most May 4th. Yeah, I, I ordered a case for my AirPods, and they said they won't get here till May 5th. I ordered them yesterday. But um, actually, I checked today, and my stuff is actually coming the day after my birthday. Must so be essential. Let's go. But I'm, I'm getting uh, a copy of... The album Love Bites by Buzzcox on vinyl. If you guys know, uh, they did a song called Ever Fallen in Love with Somebody You Shouldn't Have. Uh, someone did a cover of it for the movie Shrek 2. If you, you probably heard it from that, if you've heard it. Uh, it's a great, they're a great punk band, pop punk, like 70s pop punk. Uh, so like basically really early pop punk. Uh, and then I'm getting a Polaroid camera with some black and white Polaroid film. Nice. So there you go. Well, somewhat That's related, my birthday. but unrelated. Do you guys want to play a game? It's called Guess What I Bought, even though I didn't need it. Do you guys want to guess at all? Oh, this is this could be a very a variety hang of on, answers. Hang on, hang on. Before we play that, there's one other thing that Coker wants for his birthday, but we don't know whether he's going to get it. Tell us, Coker. Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. In the so I messages. Have, there, there are two things that I was thinking about. And uh, I ended up not ordering them. However, I still might get them at some point. So there's 
two pedals. There's one called the Hologram Electronics Microcosm. And then there's another called the Earthquaker Avalanche by, or no, sorry, it's by a company called Earthquaker and it's called the Avalanche Run. And they're both sort of similar, not really. The Earthquaker is a somewhat delay pedal. Uh, and it, you can apply, apply a whole bunch of effects to it, which is cool. Uh, however, I've noticed that they don't sell them anymore, which is why I can't get it. Uh, oh, but the thing bad. I really want to get, uh, sorry, I th- <laughs> I clicked on a video and it started playing and I thought it was coming through. I was like, oh no. Uh, but no, um, then the hologram electronics microcosm, or the, I'll just call it, call it the microcosm for short. Uh, it's a multi-delay pedal. It has a whole bunch of stuff to it. It has filters and stuff. Uh, it's got, I could just describe some of the stuff. So it has multi-delay, it has phase looper, it has a glitch setting, a micro loop setting and a granule setting. And it's, you can tap time in and all that. It's a, it's a really cool looking pedal and I've heard some of the stuff and I'm really like the way it sounds. So I can't, I can't get it for my birthday because I've already got some stuff for my birthday, but if I ever get the chance to get it, I'll probably get it. Sweet. Yeah, it all sounds pretty cool, man. Tuesday. Yeah, sweet just, Tuesday. No, you listening. should get the liquid one still. I know. Oh, definitely. Well, I'm I mean, definitely going to get that one, but, but I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And I'm going to have so much fun. Yeah, I was just listening to this microcosm really quick, and yeah, it sounds pretty good too. I got to get a guitar in. I gotta get a new amp first, cause uh, I busted the speakers now? on both of mine. Ooh, how? Too loud? Is that a thing? They were just old. They were just old. Oh. Uh, I mean, I had them did, for. How long did amp speakers the, uh, last? The bass amp I had was used. The amp I had before that, like the guitar amp that I had, was about eight or nine years old. And um, okay, that's not bad. Yeah, I ran the guitar really hot into the amp. That's what it probably was. I didn't use my amp more often. This was pretty expensive. Yeah, dude. You haven't even made a single song with it. Shame. <laughs> Can't, like... I could, like, play it, but it doesn't mean it'll sound good. Like, I could, like, play a bunch of chords, but the chords won't come well, out right because I just can't stretch my fingers correctly or something. It's just really difficult. Yeah, That's I, why I've well, I mean, recorded no guitar. The only guitar I've recorded was the bass for uh, Clocks on the Wall. And that was easy, to be fair. Well, what if you could edit the notes that you played after you played them? It'd probably help, but that's only part of the problem, you know? It depends, you know. I'm transitioning here. There is something else that I discovered. Now, there has been talk for about 10 or 20 years, maybe just 15, of alternate MIDI controllers. These are controllers that are they just have like triggers built into different parts of an instrument like a piano a drum set or in this case a guitar i've seen a prototype bass midi controller that triggers different samples in um in um what's it called main stage in main stage but a couple of days ago i discovered a portable guitar midi controller called the jammy and i gotta say this thing looks pretty cool. Have you guys checked it, it out? It does look pretty cool. I saw it. Yeah, it's really cool. So like it combines like a backpack type guitar where the neck detaches from the body 
and like you fold it, well not fold it up, but like you just detach it and you can carry it around anywhere. You put it together and it has MIDI data and it like captures the MIDI data from your performance on a guitar neck. What do you think? How about pretty cool? It's 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 really cool and it's really interesting because you know the only real like guitar MIDI sort of things that we have right now at least are those weird eighties keytar or not keytar? Sorry, the weird synth MIDI guitars that we had back in the eighties. That sad to say, it some of them can be good and some of them can be garbage. So Wait, it's good so to kind of have something new. So all it does is record new. the MIDI input of what you're playing on your guitar and translates it to MIDI data. I think. You know what I want? I what I want is a way, and I know this is a thing, but it's not very easy. Where you you can actually set up a machine that will play a guitar based on the MIDI notes you give it or chords or whatever. So basically, it'll Ooh, play yeah, it perfectly cool. and quantize. Like I could actually like do. I would. I'd have a lot more guitar on like every song, especially since I want to. I kind of want to go for a kind of a Angels and Airwaves type of sound for this next record I'm working on. And it'd be really useful if I just don't have to like what is it, worry um, about like oh the guitar playing sucks. I could just have something do it for me. Hang on, do you know? Have you ever heard of a thing called reamping? Uh no, I I think I'm I think I'm familiar with the term. Reamping is where you have like a dry guitar signal that's unprocessed, and you mm-hmm. send it out to an amplifier. You usually run it through like a a reamp box, which is the opposite of a direct box, mm-hmm. and. Uh, then you can just mic up the amp, and there you go. You got a guitar sound. So maybe if you got like a really good guitar VST, then you could just run that out to your amp and use the amp. Interesting. One thing I'll, I want to say though about the jammy though, this thing can connect not only through MIDI to USB, but Bluetooth. How about that? That's pretty cool. What is it? Um, have you guys seen the uh, Yamaha Silent Guitar? No, I have not. Put that in the chat. So Yamaha's got this acoustic guitar called the Silent Guitar. And it's, I, I from what I've seen, it's only really meant to mimic an acoustic guitar. It's sort of like the pedal that I showed last episode where it made it sound like, you know, this isn't a new thing, by the way. This is an old thing. This is like five years ago. But um, they have, it's basically, it, Sort of does what that pedal I showed you does, except only with an acoustic guitar. So it's got a little piezo pickup in it, and it has a little amp in it, sort of, that mimics... Uh, it, you can make it sound like it's mic'd, you can make it sound like you can add reverb and stuff to it. It's it's like that, you know, and it's... Uh, and if you unplug it, it's almost dead silent. It's incredible. It's more silent than an electric guitar, which is really saying something. Yeah, it, like, has no body. I'm looking at it right now. And it sounds great despite that. Yeah, I play my electric a lot at night since it's quiet. So, and obviously I don't hook it up. You know, that defeats the purpose. So. Well, this is so cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. We found quite a few interesting guitar things here. Like a lot of guitar pedals. We found that uh, reverb box thing that you put on the body of a guitar and it sounds like you're in a concert hall. Now we found a silent guitar and a guitar MIDI controller that connects via Bluetooth. Anyways, there will be a link to the silent guitar and the jammy in the description. The jammy is currently on sale for $20 off. It normally sells for about 500 bucks. We're not sponsored by jammy, by the way. I knew you would say that. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
Now, now let's return to the topic that was about to be discussed before we cut Jacob off. What did you buy yourself, Jacob? You guys want to guess at all? I'll give you a hint. It's not music related. Oh, well. A car? No. I can't, I don't think Less I can than say 500 that. A Gucci bucks. belt? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you buy a plush Spider-Man doll? No, I didn't. Legos! I'll give you another you hint. It's a, uh, it's a piece of uh, technology. You bought a phone? No. Getting closer. Oh. You bought... You uh, bought... MP3. You bought a cassette player. You no. bought a Walkman. Oh, yeah. You bought a Walkman. That's what no. you bought. You bought an 8-track player. Maybe. Yeah, you bought a, C- you bought a CD man. <laughs> you bought a uh, CB radio. You, no. you bought one of them. Although you bought one of them. Although those are cool. You bought a... You bought... Uh, you bought a case for your laptop. No. It's a piece of technology. That is tech... Okay. You bought a... You bought uh, a smart fridge. Smart fridge. Bought a smart fridge. No. Ooh. But I like I like, you, I like where you're thinking, though. It's a few hundred bucks. You bought a Dyson fan. No. You bought a, you bought a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Uh, I kind of wish. Those are more than 500 bucks. Yeah. Those are expensive. You bought, you bought cool. a Dyson hair dryer. Oh, no. wait. You ain't got no hair. Wow. You bought a hand dryer. Wow. You bought a Dyson hand dryer. God. Yeah, hand dryer. No, I bet those you Jacob. Cool. I bought. No, I bet you Jacob bought one of those crappy little hand dryers where you press the button, stick your hand under, and it like tries to blow your skin off. You're starting to think a little too much outside of the box. It's it's pretty. It's a pretty common household. You you, you bought item. a humidifier. You bought a fire. Yeah. Uh, you bought it. You bought. Did, did I actually? A. Uh, you bought a smart lamp. No. But you bought a smart LED bulb. Nope. You bought. That's a, what I got. You bought a Alexa. standing desk. Uh no. Set bed light to blue. Sorry guys, I had to get not blue. Wait a minute, Alexa. Set bed light to purple. Okay. Had to flex. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> uh. Anyways, let me know when you want to give up. Do you want to give up, Coker? Camera. You bought a camera. No. Kind of. Kind of. It has one though. He already has a camera. Oh, oh, you bought a, what, Nintendo? You bought a Nintendo? No. You bought a DSi? You already had, you already had one of those. Mm-hmm. You bought a 3DS? You bought a PSP? iPod? I have all of those things already. Wow, rich boy. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what, did you buy a Game Boy camera? <laughs> I used my PSP as a Game Boy emulator, actually. You bought a Game Boy oh, camera? yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it I is. I forgot that you did that. You can play Mother 3. On your uh, PSP, yeah, it was which better, will never it's, get it's released. It's honestly kind of a better experience playing Game Boy games on the PSP than the actual Game Boy, believe it or not. In my opinion, I'm you sure. will never. Mother Three sure, will dude. never come out in the U.S. It will never come out. I give up. I, you bought a PlayStation Four. I, I've had. You one bought a you you bought a Connect. You bought an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty Connect. No. <laughs> I don't even have an Xbox anymore. I sold my. You Xbox bought a smartwatch. Smartwatch. I had one. I've had one. But you're getting really close. What? At okay. least brand-wise. Okay. Oh. Brand- oh, it's Apple? Okay. Okay, I know I said I give up, but did you buy a cable to keep your AirPods together? No. Because I know those cost like 500 bucks. Did you buy, did really you buy a MacBook? Do they? Did you buy a Mac? <laughs> I did not buy a MacBook? MacBook. I already have one. What did you buy? I give up. You're close. It's Apple. All I know is that Apple make uh, Apple make MacBook, iPhone, iPod, 
iPad. Bam! That was it. Oh. An oh, iPad? An iPad. But why? Yeah. Well, what I, use that, do you have I told for an you, iPad? I told you for pretty much no reason just to have one. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to find uses for it, like this Logic dude, Remote and like maybe like you using are, it to like... You are seriously a hype beast. I did sell the Xbox One because I never used it, so... Now it's going to pay for like half of one. it. I don't know for a few months. Maybe a year. But, well, yeah, I sold it. I got the newest iPad, but not the not the Pro. Just It's like the the best regular iPad you can get. The only reason I was going to have you guess, because I, I honestly kind of thought you'd get it like right away, Austin. Yeah, well, now we're probably going to have to have a whole timestamp for this. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't because, make sense that you bought this. Like, I don't understand yeah, I know, why you but, would buy this, so of course I would not be but, able to figure it but out. But we've, ta- we've talked about, like, oh, I think I'm going to get an iPad one day, and you were like, oh, what for? I was like, I don't know. Because I want huh. one. I, ha- I have an iPad now, technically, but I didn't pay for it, and it's an iPad mini, and it's from, like, probably almost 10 years ago. You can't download anything for it. It's so old. Uh, hmm. No, it's it doesn't support any apps. Can't use Garage. You can't use any of Apple's proprietary apps. I can't even use GarageBand. I can't use Twitter, Weird. Instagram. It's just yeah, it sucks. Have you bought anything recently, Coker? Aside from my birthday stuff. Yeah. I got Bojangles today. Wow, there he goes again. Anyways, well, guys, that's about it for the topics. I don't suppose you would have anything else to talk about today. Then oh, wait, actually. This ep- no, this actually. Actually, take that we- back. We do have one more topic to discuss. iPads. Are they useful? Go. Yeah. I mean, if you ain't got nothing else. <laughs> sure. The iPad Pro I haven't is seen anybody. Cool, I haven't seen anybody in the wild with an iPad in probably four years. Maybe here's, even five. Here's my problem with iPads, especially the iPad Pro. Everyone's pushing it as like, uh, oh, it's a top of the line computer. It can get that cheap. But the thing is, you can't download things you could use on like, let's say a MacBook on it. You can't download, let's say, you know, a Final Cut like Pro. Minecraft you can't download Logic Pro X. You can't do like actual computer stuff on it. You could just get apps that do that. So obviously there's a Photoshop app for the iPad, but it's not full blown photoshop like it is for the computer and i hate that people push it on as a computer and i can see how yeah, it can be used this... as a computer if, if you use it as like a like a chromebook where right. you use it for basic like uh you know browsing even like just some apps again there's like a photo there is a photoshop app and drawing apps and stuff but to use it as a genuine computer i don't understand why people keep saying it, 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 it you can use an ipad for that you can't you literally can't it's still an ipad it's still like a phone, but it's bigger. Sorry, I just I, I've been wanting to get that I, rant out, and it's not a video worthy topic. But I just I got think a it's question. So dumb. And the iPad Pro is a thousand dollars. You could buy a MacBook Air for that price. Yo, I got a question. True. So, what's your question? Is there a downside that happens when you turn on phantom power? What do you mean? Like, it does something. Is it there's like a is there like a trade off? Like if you turn on Phantom Power, like like oh you turn if your on mic Phantom Power now. Need Phantom Power. Yeah. Hold on. Well, I mean. Or just in general, <laughs> I mean. Let, so let me get this straight. Does your mic need Phantom Power or no? My mic right now needs Phantom the Power, but I'm seventy. So yeah, it does. But then, um, yes, I, I gotta it's a ask. Like, to not like, having it on. 
What do you mean? Uh, no, I mean like, I mean like, no, okay. Let me, what hear mic me out. do you have that? Say, no, 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 no. Say I need a mic. Say I need phantom power on my mic. Mm-hmm. So I turn on phantom power. Your 770. Is there a trade-off that happens? Like say like, oh, well you have a lower frequency response, something something like that. Like you, you, it, it, something happens because the phantom power is kicked on. Or is there really like just, is it really just in case like a switch that you flick if you need it? No, I mean like. Your mic just won't work without the, it. Yeah, that, that okay. and also, also like the better your preamp is, the less noise there will be for phantom power. Yeah. But like usually it's not any real noticeable thing. Like, if you're noticing noise when you turn on the phantom power, then something's wrong with your interface. Unless you turn it up, like, all the way. You'll, okay. you'll eventually hear then, noise. Like, I mean, when that's I use, like, my 57. Yeah, that's like, just if from you use, the preamp like, a, anyways. I've noticed so, so, I'm using an SM7B, if you turn up, you have to turn up the gain all the way up to even get, like, a decent, like, yo. Uh, audio level. But you'll hear, you'll hear noise induced, and I think that's where a cloud lifter comes in. Yo, so I gotta ask. Why? So then I gotta ask: Why is there a separate switch for it? Why doesn't it just go off? Well, why doesn't it just turn on with it. the thing? Yeah, but I mean, like it. I mean, what was the trade-off if it doesn't need it and you still got it on? Like what? Higher electricity bill? If I don't you're know. Using that, if you're using that golden age R one, son, it's not damaged. gonna work for very long, dude. You're gonna bust it open. I know like, that. I, I I know that. That's. And I'm just saying in general. Like but, if you don't have a, like say I have like a, I don't know a. Like like that sure fifty one or something like that, like a te- like a teeny little yeah, mic. I mean, that probably wouldn't the, do anything. I mean, it's yeah. a dynamic mic. They just don't work that way, you know. Yeah. I heard that even if you use phantom power with a ribbon mic, it won't do anything on Reddit once. That is incorrect. I remember getting downvoted for saying that. You really just you you the way really... a ribbon mic works, like it cannot take too much electricity coursing through it at any one time. Okay. Because it'll just snap the ribbon. A condenser mic needs it because like it, it uses electromagnet electromagnetism to work. A dynamic right. mic uses like a spring, so it doesn't really matter. Like a dynamic mic is almost mechanical the way it works. Not and really. Explain but how like, sturdy those mics are. You could you could kill someone with an SM fifty seven. It'll still work afterwards. <laughs> or a 58. Yeah, I mean, like, you could, like, throw it, like, off the Empire State Building, and it, there's a good chance it'll work still afterwards. True. If you never held one before, like, it'll scare you how heavy they are. Like, you're not like, oh, I can't lift it heavy, but, like, holy crap. What is in this thing? A 57? Or a 58. Not... One of those mics. Well, they're heavier you know, than they, they all look. do it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. I think the Yeti is heavier, though. Well, yeah, Yeti's but that's because of the capsules. stand, though. Even, well, I mean, without the stand, it's still kind of heavy, but I don't think it's as heavy as it's like got a 57. Those, it's got those three capsules. Any comment from you, Coker? Uh, not really. Oh, uh, okay. Austin and I were talking earlier. I don't know if it's worthy of being a topic, but I was, I, I just asked him just for fun. I was like, I was playing Spider-Man too, and I was like, hey, like, what mic should I get next? Because I'm not going to upgrade for this upcoming record I'm working on, but I'm thinking for the record after that, might as well upgrade so I get some, like, nice differences for, you know, this coming up album and, you know, the next big thing. And I think I th- we're th- talking about, I think I might go with a Warm Audio U87, or I think it's just Warm Audio 87, depending on how it sounds. I have not looked into that mic yet. But from Austin's point of view, it's basically a U87, just a little 
less quality wise, but hey, for I don't like wanna, three thousand dollars less. I don't want to stand. I don't want to sound so confident in saying that. It's okay? hypothetical. I We're mean, not one hundred percent sure. We have not done any research. I just suggested research. it because I have heard that right. it is almost as good, and for some things it sounds better. It's not like it's a. It's not like it's a cheaper version of the eighty-seven. It's just a different mic that is somewhat yeah, this is similar. All, this is all relative. We're not. We're not telling you guys this is the way to go. We we're just discussing it. Is all. I do wish that you had looked it up before bringing I, it up here. I probably should have. I. I didn't have time. I was also looking into the, the re twenty. What's re twenty? Yeah, that's also a good mic, but it's also a dynamic mic, which isn't a bad thing, but it's worth mentioning. I think Coker should get that actually. Get what? You should. That's like Nari Twenty. It's probably the best mic. Just for doing this for, podcast for his uh, setup. It, how 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 is it for a vocal mic? Uh, it's okay, but I'm it's sure usually it's used. It's usually used for narration, like I said. I see him using a lot, a lot of radio like radios. Work. Yeah. Yeah, right, and um, that's because the uh, that's because like the bass response is really boomy. Oh, so I have a question really now. So it wouldn't really work in like a big mix because it'd be too much bass build up. Yeah. No, I have a question now. Do you, do you know when you watch those uh those uh Friday night light the Friday night talk shows like Jimmy Fallon and at the no. desk they always have. I can just about you, guarantee you though that's a prop. With, yeah, that's they're what usually I was wearing ask. lapels. I'm sure that's what it is because there's no way that'd work like that. Yeah, like on Conan. Pretty sure it's just a prop. It does look cool though. Back in the old days now, back in the old days, like the 60s and 70s, those were probably real. They probably what they really used, if you saw one of those. Yeah, I'm sure, the desk, I'm sure but, they didn't really have lavalier type of mics back then, or lapels. Yeah, exactly. Well, there is one more topic that I wanted to discuss. Why fast compression doesn't work on very low frequencies. Now... I actually took some notes on this, so if you don't mind, I'd like to bring up my notes. I kind of mind, actually. Oh, really? No, I, no, I don't. You continue. <laughs> so we all know about compressors and how they have like different attack and release times. But why? And uh, on some compressors, you can make the attack time go to like microseconds, nanoseconds, even faster than than like milliseconds. I think the fastest attack time that I have in Studio One, the Studio One stock compressor, is 0.1 milliseconds, which is, like, pretty fast. Like, if you think about it, that's, what, a thousandth of a second? Yeah. Maybe more? Maybe ten thousandth of a second? That's pretty fast. That's, like, unnaturally fast. Usually you don't have I'm to do that I'm not Travis Barker, so I wouldn't know. Mm. Well, anyways... um. Now, let's think about, like, bass frequencies. Like, uh, consider a 50 hertz sine wave, which would be, like, the fundamental of a 50 hertz square wave, a 50 hertz saw wave, 50 hertz triangle wave, or a 50 hertz complex wave. Like, if you were playing a bass guitar and you hit, the, you hit a note that corresponded to 50 hertz, I think it's about a G. But anyways, uh, what would be happening is that fundamental would be 50 cycles per second, right? So think about this. How long would it take to generate one of those cycles? 
well, obviously a 50th of a second. Now, if you're using a compressor with like zero point or even just one millisecond with a one millisecond attack time, that's going to be way faster than it would take for one cycle to complete in this waveform, right? Yeah. The compressor would be ready and waiting before one cycle completed. Because of that, the compressor would be actually clamping down on like the individual cycles, the individual waveforms, the individual sine waves, instead of like the overall waveform. Which means that by knocking down the peak amplitude of these sine waves, it would actually be changing the shape from a sine wave to a square wave. And you know what that means. It means it produces clipping distortion. Dun, dun, dun. That is why, to make an addendum to a topic we talked about maybe a couple episodes ago, that is why saturation is the better way to treat bass frequencies. Yeah. Now, if you're thinking about like a a wave where oh, the fundamental, like a cymbals, if you're thinking like a crash cymbal where the fundamental is maybe one kilohertz, like if it's 1,000 hertz, and you're using like a compressor with a one millisecond attack time, that makes way more sense because guess what? The attack time and the uh, waveform, the wavelength time, is actually the same, right? Assuming that a millisecond is a thousandth of a second, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But for a bass, it's not going to work that way because like you're turning the compressor to a faster speed than, than the waveform is being naturally produced. So you could either turn down the compressor attack speed or you could just use some attack. Like if the, if the peaks are still way too high, like that would happen on um, a kick drum maybe or a slap bass, saturation would be a way better way to tame the peaks by actually turning up like the rest uh, by adding extra harmonics. Or you could use a limiter with like soft clip. And I'm not going to try and discuss that because that's super complicated. Or at least I don't know anything about it. All I know is that it makes it clip, but not so hard. And it's used a lot in hip-hop for really punching sounds. Really punchy sounds that already have a lot of attack. Like but if you're mixing, if you're mixing like a really, really heavy mix and you don't want anything jumping out like that because that would ruin the overall peak of the like the master fader, then saturation is the way to go, especially for those lower frequencies but it could really help on just about anything. Saturation, magic tool. If you want to be a better producer, a better mix engineer, get you some saturation. There is a free plugin from Softube, and we're going to be linking that in the description. Jacob and I, I both use it. We did talk about it before, too, yeah. We did, both, we did talk about it before. Coker, you should it. get it. When, awesome. I'm, uh, when I'm saturating stuff, I usually end up using a tape plug-in just because I like the saturation from that more. Oh yeah, that works too. Yeah, I mean, tape saturation, same same deal. That also has like some soft, some uh, light compression as well. Yeah. But yeah. Fast compression on low frequencies, bad. Saturation good. Yes, saturation good. Saturation is like makeup. What is it? You know, um... It's actually pretty scary how accurate that is. Like, saturation uh, is like, oh, what's it called? I'm obviously not a makeup expert. 
It's like uh, foundation toning. No, not foundation. I don't know much about makeup. Foundation either. would like EQ would be more like foundation. Mm. Saturation is more like toning cream. I don't remember what that's called, but like uh, and then like eyeshadow and uh, lipstick would be like reverb and delay. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of. So when I was really young, okay, I was insanely into brick films, like Lego movies, those stop motion little Lego movies. And I've been watching a whole lot of them lately. I found one recently called Parasite from like the 80s. It's an old one that was filmed like Super 8. And I listened to it and it was one of the few of that time that had an original soundtrack. The soundtrack is so good. Like whole, for a film that literally wouldn't even be seen the light, wouldn't have even seen the light of day until four, almost forty years later. The soundtrack, dude, it's like you have like these droning synth noises over it, and then you'll have in a little like finger picked acoustic guitar in the background, and it's mixed in like the most perfect way, where it just it's so. It's eerie, but also sort of relaxing at the same time. It's insane that a a Lego stop motion movie hmm. had that level of quality put into it. Is there any Everything song that you awesome. might be able to compare it to? Everything I, uh, is cool when you're part of a team. Imagine, I guess, I can sort of, I'm trying to think. It's sort of like... I can't really imagine if you had just a very like noise over like James Taylor or like Bob Dylan or something like that type of stuff. Imagine Wonderwall, but with like a very low like noise going over it. That's the soundtrack. And it's it. It works perfectly. It's only five minutes, so really it's not a whole long... It's not a very long soundtrack. There's, like, two songs for it. But, like, dude. I put... I linked it in the chat if you want to show it and put it in the description. Yes, we will. The soundtrack we is shall, great. We will, actually. We will be putting that in this... I've said that so many times that I'm starting to... Like, my mouth is just refusing to say it. We will be putting that in the description... Yes, we will. Yes. Well, guys, well, that this wraps was up a, today's episode. <laughs> this was this a was pretty a very... good episode. Thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Welcome. Awesome. We'll be back again. We've been doing pretty good about putting these out weekly. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll keep we'll keep trying, guys. We know you love yeah. it. Watch us I not think. be able to do it next next week. Like we're recording this <clears> one a bit late. And watch. Like usually we try to record the new episodes on Sunday or Monday. It's Tuesday night right now, but I should be able to get this out on Saturday anyways. I like that it's becoming a Saturday thing. Also, yeah. you should be able to be seeing this in like the afternoon because Jacob really, he uh, really wore Jacob me out. Tor- Jacob tore into Austin over releasing well, it Well, because like he's eight. like, hey, I bet people will watch a one-hour audio-related podcast <laughs> this at podcast p.m. Isn't on even a Saturday. In its, this podcast isn't what, even halfway through the first then, season. And then was surprised that it got like 16 views in like three days. This podcast isn't even halfway through its first season. Like, we, we have room for mistakes.
I forgot yeah. we're doing a season format, but we have no idea when the season will end. It just it'll just keep well, going is, until it doesn't. This is the first I've heard about it, but okay. Well, I'm announcing it now. I've made an executive change. I've 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 definitely brought it up in the past. I think it'll be okay. arbitrary though. All right. So thank you guys so much for watching again. That's it. Until yeah, no, next seriously, time. guys, thank you. Hope you enjoyed it. And I know we keep saying we're working on trying to get this out on other platforms, but this we'll, week we'll we're actually harder. gonna do that. <laughs> well, we we'll got to talk to. It's so yeah. it's so crazy to think that I started like talking to you guys back when I was like twelve or thirteen, and now I'll be sixteen That's, tomorrow. Yeah. And it was because it, Coker stumbled I mean, onto one of my live streams on Cosmic Domino before yeah. I even technically. I remember literally. I think one of the first questions I asked you was, "Have you ever heard of the Beatles?" <laughs> <laughs> I bet wow. it was. Uh, you know, I seem buddy. to. I seem to have a faint memory of seeing that that question. Yeah, it was on a it was on a, a live stream I did. Remember you were just walking Washington. around your Yeah, you were just walking around your house or you were staying with like your family or something walking around and I yeah. was like I was like, Are you at your house? And you're like, No, I'm at family. I'm like, Oh. Why do you make your voice higher? I bet it was the same exact freaking pitch back then. No, it was now. not, dude. My voice was so much higher back then. I don't know because you you starred in Heart Paradox like a few months later. I was like, like I was like oh, hey I was like hey everybody Shabu. my name's and it was deeper than my voice. My, name, like, my name's my name's Coker. Hey everybody. Hey and then I'm like hey. Still deeper than mine. So I'm t- almost. You sound like Jerry now. Lee Lewis there. 